Welcome back to episode four of Two Men One Beard. Um, before we kick things off, Toby, yeah, I realise we never really explained the Two Men One Beard thing. Right. So obviously you can see that we're both men. I have a beard. Yeah. So do I. Yeah, it's very hidden. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he doesn't have a beard, so we thought, you know, we'll just call this podcast Two Men yeah. One Beard too. Like, like two girls, one cup, and all that sort of stuff. We thought, you know, we'll, we'll put our take on it. Um, so that's the reason why we come with, uh, with yep. uh, two men, one beard. Um, and I think the first thing we're going to talk about today is uh, food reviews on YouTube. Yep. <clears throat> um, so a big thing about us, especially during COVID, I remember, I remember during COVID, we would watch a lot of food reviewers that travelled the, the the world, essentially. Yeah, yeah. So um, examples like Mark Williams. Mm-hmm. Uh, best food review show, um, Mikey Chen. Yeah, yes. uh, strictly dumpling. Strictly dumpling. Yes, um, and we love that, especially during COVID when we when we were allowed to travel. Yeah, um, these guys obviously still weren't traveling, but um, they, had a, they had a lot of videos that we could um, get upset about. Yeah. <laughs> and, and to be honest, I think some of them during COVID they were local, so yeah, I think some of them were based on Asian countries. So I think. Best food reviews were based in Vietnam. <clears throat> so I think during COVID, he still went around Vietnam. Mm, yeah, and I know Mark Williams lives in Thailand, doesn't he? Yes, he does, I believe. Yeah, um, and obviously Mark Williams is our, our, our number one our number one guy for a long time. Yeah, um, not it, for me. With his yum face that everyone always talks about. Yep. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yum face. It's <laughs> uh, basically yum face for those who don't know. Is a, a face that he would always pull when he eats something that yeah. he likes yes. and he likes almost everything <laughs> there's, there's not many things he doesn't like and if he does he does well to hide it I remember there being a YouTube video that we watched where yeah, it was, yeah, yeah. yeah where we're showing the it's like compilation of yeah. yeah yeah um, and so we always want to do that as well we? yeah yeah I mean it's good to uh, just food in general I think we're mm. both foodies so it's something that we in, we're interested in um, I like trying out new stuff um, but yeah yeah, um, so I remember when we came up with an idea of trying to do a Mark Wiens-esque vlog thing. Um, I think it was when I went to Malaysia and you were like, oh, you should you should vlog it, you should vlog it. And when I got there, and it's not too different from today because I'm still sweating now, but everywhere I would go in Malaysia was a sweat, 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 sweat. I'm not sure how these people do it in in the, the boiling heat. Like I'm, I'm surprised we're getting through this podcast in this room, in this heat. We're there in a in a dry Asian. Most of the time it's Asian countries that they're in, um, and they they, they they get off almost not not daily vlogs, probably like weekly or so vlogs. Um, I think I mean if you if you spend most of your time filming in these countries. You kind of get used to the heat. Mm, yeah. It's like us. I think nearly UK is kind of weird when it comes to the weather because when it becomes summer, near the end of summer, you get used to the heat, and then suddenly it becomes really cold. Yeah. And it's like damn. Well, as soon as soon as September hits, it's yeah, just like it's, okay, we're back to normal, mm. normal, normal showings, um, rain yeah. and, and and everything. I think it's the same for them, but to them, it's just hot all the time. Mm. <laughs> so yeah. to them, they just get used to it. Um, to go a bit off topic here, yeah. Uh, in the Philippines, I remember going to a place called Baguio. Bag- Baguio. Baguio, yeah, yeah, which is like a. It's basically a city on top of a mountain. Okay. Um. So it was. So when we, I was hearing stories that apparently that place is supposed to be really cold. I went up there with a t-shirt on, 
it was still hot I was sweating so much <laughs> and I went to their um, so in the Philippines uh, it's very popular to have like big shopping centres and yeah. normally they'll be fully air conditioned this one is air cooled so there's no air conditioning it's like it's not enclosed okay if that makes sense so there's no AC hmm. but inside one. so interestingly enough I went to a Uniqlo store there and I asked oh do you guys have um, an air risen tea which is obviously their more breathable summer type um, clothing yeah but when I went up there the um, the staff that I asked I said oh no sorry sir we only have heat tech and I was like why do you have heat tech when it's this hot <laughs> and the next thing I know there's a North Face store selling a parka and outside there was a lady wearing a body warmer and I was like how do you wear jackets in this weather <laughs> like how but then you realise in fact that they're probably so used to weather there hmm. or if you're just used to a really hot country and you go there and you feel like maybe potentially be cold but it's not yeah. cold yeah yeah it's that, that reminds me of when I when I went to Malaysia I've been twice um, and both times I went to um, Mount Kinabalu <laughs> um, so essentially Malaysia is very dry very hot but you drive up to drive up this mountain um, and you sort of pass through clouds almost there's a cloud of like mist and you pass through that and suddenly it feels as if you're back in England with with the weather yeah it's not too cold but there's a, a nice breeze now if you turn if you put your window down the normal street in Malaysia you're going to roast you have to keep that thing up put crank up the AC but when you're up there you can actually put the windows down you can have natural feeling air um, and it was it was a very great experience to be able to to, to have nice air in a, yeah, in a hot country I think it's probably the same as Baguio it was cold it mm. wasn't cold but it was cooler it yeah, just yeah. wasn't as cold as making uh, as people thought it, well I thought it was people made it sound like it was because mm. so. an, an appeal to that place as well is that it has, has hot springs Okay. Um, I'm not. I'm not one of those people that like hot tops and stuff. I I like to be cold, so I didn't go in the hot springs. But I know um, when I first went, my cousin and my auntie did, and my mum. And then the second time, I'm not actually the second time we went, it wasn't working properly. The taps weren't working, so it wasn't like natural hot springs. Yeah. Like, yeah in the yeah. ground, they they had like dedicated bathtubs. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I I didn't partake part, uh, partake in that, but. I could sort of see the appeal if you lived around there because like mm -hmm. yeah essentially if you wanted to eat hot in Malaysia just go down the mountain because I think the way hot springs work it doesn't matter as long as it's water from a spring mm. so even if you have it on a bath in a bathtub it's mm. still called yeah, yeah. a hot spring uh, yeah yeah um, mm. but the best thing about that mountain was there was a waterfall and suddenly if that waterfall was so cold it's so was nice. it massaging was it, was it like you know when water falls onto you and it's like really painful sometimes have you ever had that no but okay. <laughs> I'm not sure when I would you don't have training uh, by the samurais <laughs> um, but yeah so it was it was a pleasant experience going up there um, surprisingly a fact about Mount Kinabalu it's, it's supposed to be a sacred mountain okay um, that they worship I'm not sure what religion it is. They worship it as a, as a kind of deity, kind of god. Um, and these tourists went up there once, um, and they took pictures of, of themselves nude up there, um, which is a typical. I think they were British. Typical British thing to do, but obviously they were kicked out. I think they got arrested and everything for it because obviously it was so sacred. And like I think a week or so later, there was a an earthquake. Um, 
and on on that mountain and people are oh it's, it's because of them it's the gods that are getting their revenge because I think there's, there is a natural uh, walking trail to get up to the mountain I'm not sure if you can go to the top you can, you can I, I saw the trail I think parts of that were, were closed off now because of the, the earthquake had affected it so much um, so yeah I don't know why I thought I'd bring that up but I thought as we're talking about the mountain anyway um, but yeah that's quite a surreal story um, but yeah Malaysia's good obviously Philipp- you said the Philippines was it Bagayo? Uh, bag- Bagayo <laughs> uh, Bagyo Bagyo yeah um, it sounds sounds a bit similar to that as well but except I don't think there was a Uniqlo or, or North Face yeah, shops up there it was pretty much a lot of um, foreigners go there to learn English mm, okay it's, it's like, probably it's cheaper than yeah. in Manila so yeah I know it was just market stalls up in uh, Kinabalu um, and a lot of uh, coconut uh, water sellers Cool. Um, but yeah, so I think that uh, sums up. Basically, it started off as a YouTube yeah. food review yeah, stuff, and we started talking about facts. But yeah, so Malaysia, Philippines. Where are we gonna go? Uh, should we go to uh, Japan? I've always wanted to go to Japan. Japan, Korea, I think those are good, good countries yeah. to go to. I You've think, been to both, haven't you? Yeah. Mm. I think Philippines is good if you want a beachy holiday. Okay. But hmm. you'll get more of a culture shock in Japan. Yeah. Yeah, I can imagine that. A lot of Uber girls. Is that a thing over there? <laughs> wow, that stereotype is insane. Um, no, I, no, no. I think those are just like stereotypes uh, when it comes to like anime. Is apparently people will associate with Asian girls but not really mm, okay fair enough so now we will move on to the segments uh, to the shoe review segments and for this time uh, this time we won't actually physically have the shoe um, unfortunately it's very hard to get and it was pretty much only America uh, it is the Gobstopper shoe by Mischief and Jimmy Fallon so hopefully, um, hopefully there'll be a picture yeah, up on the screen now yep. that will show you what it looks like. So uh, just to give you a bit of background of this shoe. So Mischief is very popular recently because they have had a multiple, um, multiple different shoes, and one of them I'm not sure if you've ever heard of them. It was called Jesus Walks on Water. It was pretty much an Air Max shoe with, with, with water inside the Air Max, and no. it was it, it was supposed to be like. Um, yeah sounds like a Kanye West song <laughs> yeah um, so yeah that was one uh, the other one was like the he had a collaboration with Lil Nas X and instead of water it was supposed to be blood ah yeah you know, like, yeah so yeah. That, that's yeah. the exact brand obviously Jimmy Fallon is the um, American show host yeah talk show host talk yeah. show host yeah uh, so this shoe it is uh, majorly the colour is majorly white um, but uh, if there's layers of this shoe similar to like a gobstopper so when you I guess when it wears and tears uh, the inner layers come out and it's uh, like colorful, uh, like pretty much a colourful rainbow similar to a gobstopper and it has those different layers okay that's interesting um, so what do you think of this? Um, so obviously I've just seen a picture I've only been able to the feel yeah, like, yeah, or, of course, or yeah. one thing that stands out to me yeah. and I think you already know my opinion on this okay. is the size of the is it the sole? Sole, yeah. Yeah, it's too damn big. So, I'm I'm not sure why people want to make big soles. I can see that you want to be taller, 
Yeah. Like shout out to the little men out there, you know, the, the, what do they call them? The, 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 the small soldiers or whatever it is, you, you small guys. Um, shout out to you guys who want to look taller, but that is not something I'm a fan of. Um, I just think it, it looks a bit too, too clowny, too... Um, too out there. Yeah, it's not always not out there. It's, it's, I mean, you mentioned that you're not really into really loud shoes. No. Because you can see uh, the shoe can basically become any colour. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, considering I have a, a Simpson shoe, uh, yeah, loud shoe, <laughs> I can't really talk about loud shoe too much, but um, it sort of reminds me of, um, there's a f- weird film going through my head right now where they have shoes, it might even be a Spectre Gadget, where they take off, like, Go Go Gadget shoes or something, yeah, and they, yeah. he starts to take off, that's what it reminds me of, like, they take them together, um, and you're going to start flying or something. <laughs> that's what that's what it looks like to me. And obviously, the one that you showed me is the, the, the white one. Um, but I also saw a picture where it was multicolored. Is that is that when it wears and tears? Yeah, yeah. when it wears and tears, is what it becomes yeah. multicolored. So yeah. underneath that white layer, it's just colorful. yeah. So I think that the the colors look better. Um, it's just that that sole that, that puts me off. Uh, yeah. Um, okay, that's fair. It's better than the, the Yeezys that we did okay. in the in the first episode. No, I don't think it's better than the um, the Dunks. Dunks. Uh, okay. I'm not, I can't remember what, what rating I gave the dunks now. Uh, I think me and you matched. I think it was like six. Yeah. Okay. So, judging by that, I probably will go for a five. Um, except I might actually might actually make it a six because of the wear and tear aspect. Okay. Um, it would, like my simple shoes. If if it wore and tore and did different characters each time, that would be pretty cool. And yeah, I didn't know that that mischief. Is it mischief. Mischief. Yeah. Um, I didn't know that that that, that happened and. Um, I've always been interested, you know, that little Nas X, the blood shoe. Yeah, that would be, that would have been pretty cool. <laughs> I know that everyone sort of it was was it religious people weren't into yeah, it. Yeah, like it. Um, I think it was very controversial because uh, apparently it was actually like a percentage of it was actual blood. I don't know how true that is. Maybe it's just a yeah. But I didn't see it. But I, I thought it was his blood, so I would I wouldn't see anything too bad about that. Like it's his own shoe. But then again, again. In this day and age, you don't know what people will do. So someone might actually like <laughs> rip it over and drink it or something and get, yeah. get poisoned or some some disease or something from it. <laughs> uh, I'm always surprised if people do that. Um, but yeah, it's not too bad. I would say it's a six, um, yeah. mainly due to the color changing aspect of cool. it. So, uh, so for this one, my review for this, I don't like the shoe okay. at all. Um, I just. Okay, so the only thing that I find cool is the mm. ability for it to change colour. Okay. But that alone can't carry a shoe. To me, it's just so plain. And the mm. sole isn't too bad. Like, I don't care. Gives you... Yeah. Gives my uh, my height. Uh, so my height starts with six if I do. <laughs> in, in feet. If I do wear those shoes. But... Um, yeah, it's just not really my kind of shoe. I just wanted to see your opinion on this because it's not really... It's not one of those mainstream shoes like mm. Nike, Adidas. Um, so yeah, I, to me, rating is probably the worst shoe that I've ever, that I've re- we've reviewed on this show. So it's probably to me like three, four. Okay. Not really. I mean, when are you gonna wear it and tear that shoe to that extent where it just changes color? To me, it's not really practical. If you're gonna do it manually by actually destroying the shoe. <laughs> That's probably that's the quickest just a waste. way. Right? Yeah, that's yeah. just a waste of money. To me, I want my shoe to last longer, be comfortable, and yeah, making money worth it. I think it's really expensive. I can't remember exactly, but it's probably expensive. 
You can imagine because it's got that sort of edge to it that yep. that people will pay more for. True. Um, Jimmy Fallon co-signed as well. So yeah, it's weird Jimmy Fallon, though, isn't it? Like he's not I, someone that you would think. Oh, like Michael Jordan. Like you wouldn't think that. I, I reckon honestly, I think Mischief is an interesting brand. I get the feeling that the people that they collaborate with, they don't actually take part. Or, it's just weird that Jimmy Fallon is going to make a shoe. Hmm. Lil Nas X making a shoe as well. To me, I just find it really bizarre. To me, it's more the fact that... So I can I can see Lil Nas X because he's a, he's a singer. And obviously Kanye and all, all these other um, mu- musicians um, release clothing all the time. Hmm. Never really seen a talk show host other than merchandise for their own show um, have, a, have, a, have a shoe. Like imagine, yeah, imagine Oprah Winfrey coming out. She probably does. To be fair, Oprah Winfrey probably has, has some kind of shoe. You um, get a shoe. Everyone yeah, gets everyone a shoe. gets a shoe. Um, but yeah, I, Jimmy Fallon. I'm trying to remember which one is this. Jimmy Kimmel, Jimmy Fallon. I never can remember. Is he? No. I, Jimmy Fallon is the one that looks nicer. Jimmy Kimmel looks very. He, when I watch his shows, he seems very. Um, uh, I can't remember the words. He seems very sarcastic with a lot of the things he says. Mm, okay. Jimmy Fallon is like the nicer one, I would say. Yeah, because it's te- technically Jimmy short for James, isn't it? So, essentially it's James Kimmel, James Fallon and James Corden. Um, obviously James Corden is a, is a British guy who's now coming back to Britain. Um, yeah, he's not. He's no longer in the late night show, right? Yeah. Uh, I don't mind James Corden. I, I, know, I know a lot of people a lot of people hate on him but I, Smithy is one of the greatest characters from Gavin and Stacey um, to be honest I like him because I like his fucking carpool karaoke I used to watch that I never really got into that to be fair um, I, it's because I enjoy sometimes sometimes the artists that he goes with, like that he sings with yeah, something yeah. or something I, like I can get if you're, if you're like super into music or, or if yeah as you said I think it's inter- interesting um, yeah. it's, it's a good concept yeah um, definitely and I think it it sort of started with from his uh, character Smithy. I think mean, okay. it was. Uh, I think it was Comic Relief, Red Nose Day. Um, he did one with George Michael, late George Michael, um, and I think that's what kick started the, the idea for when he actually went to America to do Late Late Show. Okay. Uh, they they sang George Michael songs on the way to. Well, I think it must have been the studio or something. Um, but yeah. Um, but anyway, back to the shoes. Back to the Jimmy Fallon shoe. You said. Three or four, three or yeah, four out of ten. Three, three out of ten, um, four out of ten. Uh, yeah, I'm going with six. Um, Surprisingly, really, really that high. Yeah, honest. I didn't like the shoe. <laughs> I, I just put it out there because I it was just very interesting. Fair enough. Um, yeah, so that is the uh, mischief gobstopper. Gobstopper. And uh, mischief is uh, uh, was it M S C H F? Yep. Facts. Facts. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, try it if you can buy one and show us how it works yeah do it <laughs> okay so we're going to go on to Mono's film section um, and I think the film we're going to review this week is a Oscar winning film again um, and it took people by surprise by the fact that it won an Oscar uh, mainly because it isn't an American film or an English film and it's not an English language either. I don't think there's much English dialogue in there um, except from a few, a few lessons of English as well um, and the film is of course Bong Joon-ho's masterpiece Parasite 
So you watched Parasite before I did. Yeah. I remember that. Yep. What were your thoughts when you first watched it? <clears throat> so I think what I really liked about so the thing that really I guess I liked about it is the so one is the shock factor so to me I think I found it really interesting that there was some other people living underneath the mansion yeah yeah uh, spoiler alert if you haven't watched the film sorry about yeah. that but yeah, yeah it's maybe. been a while it's been a while so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, yeah so I found that really interesting because when they found out that it was there was another person pretty much being a parasite to this family mm, which yeah. was really interesting and although I would say the most the thing that I like the most is when you realise and think about so after the movie you watch reviews right mm. like always and they had like this concept of it being like a hierarchy where people are feeding off like the uh, the I guess the apex predator if, you, <laughs> if that's not even the right word uh, of the like the rich people pretty much elite. yeah the elite. elite yeah and yeah I just think that's a very good way to portray that message I think it was very interesting I I, I genuinely thought this was quite it, it was good it was good I'm gonna be honest it was good I I think this is, can't describe it anywhere else it was good I did yeah. enjoy it thoroughly so it was. It was better than I, I expected it to be. I thought, oh, they've got a Korean film here. They're just going to give them the Oscar for yeah. just for the sake of it. But when I actually get around to watching it, um, I did. I did enjoy it. I was hooked by it. Um, that scene where we find out there's there's people living there. That was that was. I think there was it a flashback bit to that where the kid sees the the, the man like peering his head over and he thinks it's a ghost. So. You yes, I understand. The stairs, right? Yeah. The stairs, yeah. That bit freaked me out a little bit, where you just saw the man's head poke out, and I was like, okay, this is there's a supernatural element to this film. Um, obviously, we find out it's someone basically living under there. Um, can't remember, can't remember too much why he was there. I think the wife or the family. No, I think he was trying. So he was there because he was trying to say, because he was helping. I remember there was. A, uh, it was just trying to show. It was he was the one turning on the lights whenever the guy would go down. Mm. I think oh, I can't remember the plot exactly now. did he respect that guy yeah so he, something like yeah. that like he gave him an opportunity or something so mm. he was willing to do the lights for him basically yeah I just remember um, that scene yeah uh, the reason why I looked up by the way um, is because I realised we left that fan on but it is scorching hot still um, it is quite late in the day but it's still quite hot so we apologise if you can hear that um, but yeah I, I'm a fan of Bong Joon-ho's work anyway um, I've watched Memories of Murder I don't think you've watched that that's, nope. that's amazing it's literally it's a true story um, based on a true story where a woman is found dead in like, it's like a sewage area um, and it's in a local like small little village so the policing isn't that great I remember the, the, the police is, the dad in Parasite is also the, the one, the, one of the detectives in in, in memories for murder, um, and they they sort of beat up the suspects, and then because it's taking a while for them to figure out what's going on, they get a, a proper detective from Seoul, and they they clash as they try and figure out. And then by by the point by near the end, where they realise okay we not might not actually get the killer, everyone starts going a little bit crazy. It's, 
yeah, it, it messes with their, their minds, the fact that they, they, they think they got the person but there's not enough evidence and and the most striking bit, it's gonna be another spoiler for people who haven't watched it, is that it goes to like twenty years later, the, the detective goes back to the site of the murder and he stares at the camera when he says we will still try to find him or something. And I read that that was because they wanted it to be um, a sequel. Or? No, so they wanted to, to see if the murderer was watching the film and saying we're going to get you essentially. So they got the character to look directly at the camera, hoping that the murderer was watching. Interesting. Because that's what I find interesting: the fact that they they didn't find out who the murderer was, so it could actually went to the cinema to watch it, um, and that bit would have been like, yeah, really good. they're coming for you. Um, Bong Joon-ho obviously uh, it's surprising that Parasite is the one that put him on the Hollywood's map especially since he's already made two Hollywood films before that one you've watched Snowpiercer, Snowpiercer yeah. uh, which is a very interesting concept I've watched I've watched part of the uh, Netflix TV series of that as well um, and that's all about elitism and stuff as well yeah. um, and also Okia which is about basically veganism um, and about how mass mass producing meat um, how could, how that can affect the the world essentially okay. and how, how the fact that we're going from there are they are actually trying to make <coughs> man made meat now aren't they yeah, yeah, um, yeah and how that could potentially pose a problem because I think what the key concept was is that they created their own animal which one was and then they were sent around the world to different people and this right. this one called Okia went with this little girl um, and then when the company comes back for it, she, she fights. Yeah, she she tries to go get the Okia back, um, and it was a very interesting concept. Cool. Um, one of his weirder films, The Host. Right. Um, it's a sci-fi film where again it's a bit more political because it's like about climate change and pollution. Yeah. So okay. they dump chemicals into. Uh, Seoul River I can't remember the exact name of the river in Seoul but they don't Han, Han, hmm? Han River yes that's the one Han River um, and they create a weird fish lizard monster from that there. starts okay. to attack Seoul um, and it's again it's the dad from Parasite yeah he plays a dad he's who's, who's yeah whose daughter gets kidnapped by the monster and he's a bit of a simpleton in, in, in their words. He basically, he just seems like he's a reckless father, essentially. Okay. Um, but he has, his sister is an Olympic level archer and his brother's a businessman and his dad, a uh, shopkeeper. Um, and all four of them, well, the, the dad and um, the main, main guy are living together anyway. And the other two, they come back when they realize that the daughter's been kidnapped. Mm-hmm. And they say, right, we're going to go find her. So they escape the quarantine to go find the daughter. Um, it's not his best, it's, but I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I thought it was a different take. And that proves, so Bong Joon-ho isn't just a drama director. So what I like about different directors is that the ability to do different genres. Be a bit more flexible. Yeah. Yeah, so, okay. I see that. Um, I think I've told you a few times about Spielberg and about <laughs> my uni. Yeah. So we always had this. This there's this there's this theory in film where called the <coughs> author theory. It's basically author theory. It's a fancy way of saying author. Um, and what it is that we have to decide which directors were authors, and it was essentially who was in charge of the film. 
and I said Spielberg and I, I got a lot of hate for it and I was like Spielberg is essentially <laughs> because he takes control of his films yeah, he yeah. basically any film that he comes up with gets made essentially and he does a variety of different genres like it's one of the people said oh he doesn't do anything else I was like yes he does he's done war films he's done E.T. which is a sci-fi he's done all this other sci-fi he's done horror he's done um, Transformers <laughs> he, did, he did do Transformers <laughs> um, but he's done like Holocaust films <coughs> and he has a wide variety that's what, that's what I like about Bong Joon-ho is that he's basically the Korean Spielberg um, and I think he's one of the best directors of the age yeah I, I think it's very good to have because it's like you know when you feel like horror movies it's always it's always that guy I feel like English, like um, James Wan is that right hmm. he's always him he's yeah. always him yeah, yeah, I feel yeah. like it's always him him and uh, Justin Lin yeah it's yeah. always the same um, and you kind of expect what's coming from those movies now you do yeah, yeah. there's a lot of the same same sort of styles now yeah. Um, which is why I like Bong Joon Ho's because it's it's different. It, mm-hmm. it has it has an element you know it's a Bong Joon Ho film, um, but yeah, he he's the he is a prime Korean film sure. um, because obviously Korea uh, is coming into, into like, the mainstream. Yeah, Squid Game came on Netflix. Um, K-pop, K-pop. A lot of people love K-pop, um, and. Yeah, Bong Joon Ho is. Shout a, out to BTS. <laughs> BTS. Uh, yeah, Bong Joon Ho is a um, perfect example of, of of Korean culture. Cool. Matching almost Japanese culture in, in the West now. Interesting. Mm. Um, so yeah, that's that. That's should, what do you give out? Should, yeah, yeah. Should we go back to? Should we, let's wheel it back in. Yeah. And um, so I would actually say probably an eight out of ten. Okay. Pretty high, I would say. Mm. Um, yeah, I just, I don't know, just something about it. There was just a little bit of, um, like, shock, especially near the end. Hmm. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Um, the girl gets killed. I have her name. The, the sister, hmm. the main guy, or the daughter of the dad, whatever. Yeah. Uh, she gets killed in the end, and, yeah, and then she, she was, like, probably the most successful out of, everybody, out of the family, right, if I believe. She was yeah. The, yeah. Yeah, she, she was one that um, got the fake certificates and everything. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, it's very gives you. I guess like it kind of brings you back to reality and what sh- shit can happen and stuff. Mm. Yeah. And it's also a good story to tell you not to do stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, of course, of course. Um, <clears throat> yeah, and it always, but it also shows desperation of, of, of yeah, the poor. Yeah, well, the but poor. then it's the thing. Probably it's the only thing they could do. Yeah, they they they, they, they saw an opportunity and took it. Yeah, exactly. Mm. And that desperation comes from poverty and yeah, not yeah. having the opportunities as um, the, the other family, the rich family. Yeah. 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 How much? Uh, how about your moon out of 10? Uh, I'll give it 8.6. I think I gave Rocky 8.5. Okay. So I'll give it just a little bit over Rocky. Way um, better than Rocky. <laughs> um, but yeah, 8.6. Uh, excellent. Excellent Korean film. Um, a surprise, a surprise contender for the, the Oscar. Um, I'm still considering whether it's better than 1917, which is one that I'd be. Alright, so that, that brings us up to the end of uh, this episode. Um, we're just going to talk some rubbish for a few minutes, as we always do at the end. Yep. Um, what, what do you want to talk about? Uh, we were just talking about how the, um, how the Asian countries influence mm-hmm. the West. So maybe we'd start with that. So yeah. So what, what do you have in mind? What, what, in what way? So, to me, I feel like there was a lot more animated shows 
that are coming up, live action shows um, that are coming up in the West. So like similar to Detective Pikachu. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Elite yeah. Battle Angel. Um, Death Note. Death Note. Even though it was horrible. Hmm. Um, yeah. So I personally have only watched Death Note and it was horrible. But then again, I felt like the anime probably isn't as good as it is now. So if I watched it now compared to when I watched it then, yeah. I think it was very good. I think the concept was very good. I think nothing, from my understanding, the, that was probably the only anime that was similar to like a killer kind of thing, hmm. um, thriller. Uh, yeah, and it was probably, it was, I think probably my first anime I ever watched. So to me, Death Note will always have a special place. Yeah. But um, yeah, how, how about you? Yeah, I think definitely was probably one of my first ones because you made me watch it. I remember um, watching it for the first time at your house uh, and trying to you trying to get me into it by saying, "Oh, this is how was it L? L, yeah, yeah, like, how he tricked the uh, main character into killing a prisoner um, to reveal yeah, like, where he lives. That's the, one of the yeah. best hooks, I would say. Yeah, I remember you, you getting me into that. <coughs> but in terms of Eastern culture, influence in Western culture. Yeah, you see, you're seeing it a lot more now. As as we mentioned earlier, uh, K-pop obviously is is a massive thing in in the West now. Of course, BTS have, they made songs with loads of loads of yeah, uh, Western think, artists. Um, oh, I can't remember the lady. Nicki Nicki Minaj. Nicki Minaj. Did they make one? No, it's like that short haired girl. Oh, I can't remember. <laughs> no, I, uh, yeah, that that, that that proves our music knowledge. But yeah, basically, K-pop is, is a big thing. I know on Netflix, there's there's loads of K. They call it K dramas, don't they? Yeah, K dramas. Um, there's loads of those on there now. Um, Japanese culture has been big for years, but it's I. It's maybe really because, mainstream now. Yeah, maybe yeah. I think maybe because the internet as well. Yeah. Um, like you, there's a lot of weird stuff that's Memes. influenced by Japan mm. and Japanese weird culture. Um, but yeah I think even with what people eat like I think sushi is is a massive we spoke about sushi in the previous episode um, and it's a massive thing like one thing I would say so I noticed this eating out in, in, in England in Oxford Balbans so to me Balbans were always a thing that I wanted from from East, Eastern is it, is it Chinese? yeah yeah um and it's something i always thought that was street food so cheapy here you, you people charge eight pound for one bad one because it's it's culture um that's what puts me off a bit of the cultural influences is that everything is so expensive because they know there's a market for it now True. like if you think if a bad bun costs eight pounds from a gastro pub what, 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 imagine what the the proper popular Pop- things cost yeah. like Pokemon cards are costing a lot of money um, I, I think coming back to that bar bun mm. I think probably in China it probably is a lot cheaper yeah I think it's just here it's it's because it's not something you can get very easily I agree to that but it's also something that could be made here True. for for a cheap amount but I think people are just playing on it so I, I remember going into into Tesco um, and they have an Itsu range and there was a bad one in there and it's three pounds. I was like, no, 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 it's three pounds on club card for a meal deal. I'm going to get three things for the price of that one bad one. I think it's just the brand, honestly. Mm. Um, if I'm not mistaken, <clears throat> uh, 
in the UK, we have a supermarket called Co-op, and I think they had it. The one local to me had it for like a pound fifty. Okay. It's not too bad. I think you just have to know where to find it, and it's just it's just not English food. I think when it comes to English food, people tend to not price them that high because obviously you can just go to your local pub and just mm. get the food there. I get that, except <coughs> I saw somewhere the other day it was like fish and chips has gone up 60%. Um, um, inflation and everything that's going on in the world right now, well, mainly in this country. Um, but yeah, I, yeah I, I, I get I get that. Um, Greg, this is inflated. <laughs> yeah, we read that today. Um, but I do like the fact that Eastern culture is making its way over here. Yeah, yeah Obviously, Jollibee, um, a Filipino delicacy, is... Uh, <laughs> I wouldn't call it that. Okay. Um, is, is making its way, but obviously, we have... There's branches in London, branches in Reading. Um, I'm not sure of anywhere else, but... It's local. Yeah. Yeah, you went up north. They got, they got some. Um, but we're also getting a lot of... <laughs> lot of um, independent restaurants. Uh, because there's a lot of people from different cultures in this country um, mm. a lot of independent restaurants even market stores and stuff where people are selling um, their, their food that they grew up with and I think that's that's great because there's a market in, in Oxford that happens four times a week um, and it's a lot of cultures in one yeah, area yeah, yeah. different, different um, cuisines yeah. uh, it's very it's very good I recommend if you live in Oxford to go there yeah um, and I think that's an exciting part of the future if the country survives yeah um, but yeah that that's episode four yeah. um, I hope you have enjoyed the four episodes obviously a four episode mark especially filming it in one day is, is a it's a tough tough challenge yeah you probably notice we're a bit tired yeah. a bit hot um, but it feels like the sauna in here yes it does um, but I've had fun making the four episodes um, and I hope you guys have had fun listening to us. Um, obviously, follow us, like us, subscribe to us. Um, notifications on. Yeah, put the notifications on for when we have new episodes. Yeah. And um, I hope you enjoy the rest of the two men, one beard life. Life. Yes. Lives. We don't share a life. <laughs> but All right. Us. Yeah. We'll see you guys next week. See you. See you.